Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Well, hello there. How are you? Welcome to this edition of The Shaleen Show, recorded live from the front seat of my vehicle. Today is all about phone etiquette. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So thanks for joining me today. I hope you have your seatbelt on. I have mine on. Recording this from the front seat of my vehicle on the way to get my herded. It's so nice when you have, like, you know, your roots touched up. I know you assume that this is just natural beauty, and maybe you don't. Uh, actually, I'm quite certain you don't. It takes a lot of work, but I'm willing to put that work in. You know what I'm saying? Listen, phone etiquette. I mean, you're probably listening right now on your phone. We all use our phone. We all use it way too much. And we use it a lot because it's super convenient. Like, think about the things you can do on your phone. You can book flights. You can check the weather. You can check into your hotel. You can check up on a loved one. You can build a business. You can record a podcast. It's kind of crazy what you can do on your phone. It's no wonder we are addicted to this necessary evil. It is said that our smartphones have more technology than it took to put a man on the moon. That's kind of crazy. They're major, but tiny little computers. So anyways, they're amazing. It's not just that they are entertaining. We're not using our phones just to play Candy Crush. A lot of us use our phones to stay connected, to build a business, to learn. I mean, usually when I'm driving any distance, I'm either listening to an audible lesson. Like typically when I'm in my car, I'm listening on my phone to some type of educational program, either like an online course that I've subscribed to or a podcast or an audiobook. That's what I love to use my phone for. Today I want to talk to you about how annoyed we can sometimes get when someone is on their phone and we would like their full attention. We've all been in that position and unless you're like Mother Teresa or on another planet, you've also been the person who didn't give someone else your full attention because you were on your phone. Brett and I pretty much run our businesses from our phones and we both do that as you guys I'm sure know we are beyond I mean we're like seriously partners not just marriage partners like every part of our business we we're partners like he handles his arena which I couldn't do what he does he's so smart he's so good at it and I handle what I do like yeah I, I happen to be more of the upfront part of our brand but We wouldn't have a brand if it wasn't for the stuff that he's doing, a lot of which is on his phone. So a couple years ago, he started being on his phone a lot more. He was, I've always been on my phone. He started being on his phone a lot more. And I remember kind of being like annoyed by it. Like we'd be in a conversation and then realizing how hypocritical that was because I'm on my phone all the time. So we had a serious conversation about it. And since that time, we've put into practice some of the things I want to share with you today that I think are going to make things much less 
tension filled. I want there to be much less tension around the use of your phone. And also, I think it's really important that we not allow our phones to impact our relationships. So tip one, step number one is to have a conversation. Just have an open conversation and just say, hey, so don't do it like the timing is everything, dude. So don't say after you've tried to get your wife's attention and she's on her phone, say, you know what? We need to talk about phone use. That's not a good time. You want to bring up the fact that you need to talk about this at a neutral time. So when something hasn't just recently happened so that neither of you are feeling defensive. And by the way, this could be a conversation you need to have at work or with your kids or your significant other or friend. But step one is to lay it all out on the table from both ends. So you want to talk about when you need to use your phone and how long you need to use it for and when your partner or this other person is on their phone that you feel like you'd like to find a solution. You don't need to tell them, hey, it's inappropriate. You don't need to cast aspersions or judgment, but just say, I'd love to figure out, you know, there's been times when you've been on your phone and then maybe for very valid reasons, but you know, I'd like to talk about using your phone when we're on a date or when we're at the movies or at the dinner table, whatever it is. Just put it all on the table and then go through them one at a time. But go back and forth so it doesn't feel like one person's being attacked. And as defensive as you might feel or like, gosh, I have to use my phone during this particular time, there's probably a solution and you want to lay that all on the table so you can establish some boundaries. So we have certain boundaries and they are important to us and we try to adhere to them and I think we do a really, really good job of it. The first of which, and this is my number two point, my number two tip is to have polite phrases you can use when you would like someone's attention or when you need to use your phone. Okay, so number two tip is polite phrases. So a great example is this morning, Brett and I were in a conversation and we we're both totally engulfed in the conversation about our social media marketing for the one through one method, right? You know, we've got a couple of different accounts and you know, we were just talking about all of the uh, people on our team and strategies, etc. And we were both really engulfed in this conversation. And we were having this conversation in the kitchen. And, you know, there's like a little break in the conversation. I turned around to like warm up my coffee cup. And as I pulled it out of the microwave and turned back to him, I just picked up the conversation where we'd left off. And then I realized he had his head down and he was on his phone. So rather than using a rude comment, like, you know, we're right in the middle of a conversation. I just said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were on your phone. I'll let you finish. Because I don't know what text came into him. I don't know what notification he just received. It may be very, very important. Hey, even if it's not, even if it's just a friend texted him, he has the right to be able to finish what he was saying. And I really think we need to look at our phones as sometimes a polite way to look at it is whenever I see he's on his phone, I try to remind myself that it's rude to interrupt someone. And when you think about, okay, so right now, just picture two people you know across the room in a conversation. Now, you're a polite person, so you would never just walk up and interrupt them. I mean, unless there was an emergency. You would wait till there was an appropriate time or they were finished 
And if it was really important, you might say, hey, when you guys are done, if you don't mind letting me know, I want to talk to so-and-so. And those are polite ways to handle it. What you don't do is you don't think to yourself, well, what they're talking about is insignificant, so I'm just going to interrupt them. But why do we do that when we see someone's on their phone? They may be having a serious conversation with somebody. It might be very important. It might be they're trying to figure out where the mortgage payment went. They're trying to pay bills online or change a flight, establish a new customer contact. Like, There's a lot of important things people do on their phones. We're not all just like playing Candy Crush or, you know, looking at puppies on Instagram. So I always try to remember that I try to picture when he's on his phone that it's not just him on his phone. It's he's giving someone else attention and and having a conversation with them. And it's rude for me to interrupt. So my polite phrase to him is I will say, oh, I didn't realize you're on your phone. Um, I'll let you finish. And he'll do the same. When one of us needs to be on our phone and the other person is trying to talk to us and hasn't either acknowledged that we're in the middle of something on our phone, instead of just rudely ignoring them, what we do is we look up at each other and I'll say, or he will say, I'm just going to finish this up real quick if you don't mind and I can give you my full attention. So really what you're saying to them is not, this is more important than you. What you're saying to them is, you're important and I want to give you my full attention. And that's the polite thing to do because it is really hard to toggle back and forth your attention between tasks. If you interrupt someone or you say, like, can I talk to you right now? And they're in the middle of something on their phone. Even if they do set their phone down for a moment, I promise you, they're still thinking about what it was they weren't able to finish because they have to pick that back up. So give them permission to finish first so that you do have their full attention. My next tip is one that's really meant for you because all of us use our phones. But there are times when you are using your phone and it's not helping you. One of those times, in my opinion, is when you look at social media first thing in the morning. I think that is going to be the demise of our society. I think it puts people in a state of depression. I think it automatically makes you compare yourself. I think it wastes time. I think it wastes the most valuable piece of your day. I mean, that's when you set your intentions for the rest of your day, which sets your intention for the rest of the week. And when you jump on social media first thing in the morning, that is bad for you. Like that is just one of the worst things you can do for your productivity and your mood, your creativity, you name it. Don't go on social first thing in the morning. Same way you don't want to check your emails first thing when you wake up. Like the very first thing that you should do in the morning is spend time in thought. Spend time expanding your brain, which is not going to happen in social media. I put my phone on airplane mode and I educate myself. I listen to an audiobook, I listen to an audio training, or I just play music or I work out, but I don't go to social first thing in the morning. Should I to grow my business? I don't know. I think we're doing okay. In fact, I think if I did do that more often, we wouldn't be as far along as we are. So set boundaries for yourself. Set times that you're not going to be on your phone, even though you're tempted to, but you know you don't need to. Here's another perfect example that I'd love for you to use. When I exercise, I also put my phone on either do not disturb or airplane mode because when I used to exercise in between sets, like let's say I'm, you know, strength training, between your sets, you need to rest for like 45 seconds or a minute or whatever length of time is. 
Well, most of us don't know what to do with ourselves when we're just standing there. And it's our natural go-to to just check our phones and refresh our Instagram feed. And when I would do that, my workouts were getting longer and longer and longer, less focused, and I got less done. Then there was a period of time when I was creating videos for social media, workout videos for social media in the middle of my workout. And that wasn't good either because I would spend so much time like, oh, that's not the right shot. Let me do it again. And then I wasn't getting a good workout. So now I have a rule of thumb and this is really important for me. And that is I don't check social media. I don't turn on notifications. My workout is for my mental well-being. So I unplug from that and I don't create those exercise videos while I'm working out anymore. And if I'm going to create one, then I create it either after my workout or before it starts. But usually after I've finished, because if I try to do it before, I end up eating up all the time that I was going to use for my workout. Okay. But having said that, let's say it's vacation time. Let's just say that you notice your significant other on the weekends whenever they check whatever it is, their emails or something on their phone. You see their mood shift and they don't have to do it. Or maybe it's you personally. Maybe you yourself realize that you don't you don't have to check your social media during a particular time. And you know that when you do, it changes your mood. It throws you off your game. It makes you feel distant and disconnected. Just identify that. Again, if it's your significant other you see this in, have a gentle conversation about that. Say, you know, what do you think about maybe not checking your phone on Saturday mornings before we go to church or not checking your phone first thing in the morning while we're on vacation or maybe just checking your phone once a day on Sundays. You know, you know what parameters are reasonable and still allow you to feel like you have a sense of control but yet not allowing your phone to take over your well-being, your mental well-being. Okay, two more quick tips. The next one is this. When you have to go on your phone and you know it's kind of an inappropriate time to, assume that everybody else also thinks it's very inappropriate. Now, here's a recent example. I was sitting at our dining room table with myself and a bunch of girlfriends, and one of the gals was sharing with us some pretty, like an emotional story, and it was story. Like, we're all leaning forward and listening, and, you know, it was kind of traumatic for her, and one of my other girlfriends, and, and this is a long story, right? It was like probably 10 minutes. And that's a long time for anyone not to be checking their phone. But one of my girlfriends, another girlfriend, I saw her looking down at her lap. And, you know, she was clearly on her phone. And my first thought was that she was probably doing something like checking her Instagram, which is, you know, that's not a very forgiving thought. Like, then I realized, oh, she's here with me and her kids are not here. So maybe it's something for one of her kids. But what would have been a more appropriate way to handle it? I'm just thinking about this in retrospect is for her to have said, oh, I'm so sorry, you guys, I'm listening, but I just got a text from so-and-so and I need to respond to it. Now, if it's not something of importance, then it is rude to look at your phone while someone's in the middle of a personal story like that. But I know my friend who was looking at it on her lap, she's not rude at all. She's very thoughtful, very kind, very conscientious, and she's got kids. So, you know, I quickly was like, oh yeah, maybe it's one of her kids. And sure enough, it was. And it was a pretty serious matter of her own. My tip here is if you have to get on your phone, like you've had this happen, like you're in a meeting, 
It's a long meeting. It's rude to be on your phone in a meeting, but you get a notification that you've been waiting for. Then just simply say, guys, I, I don't want to be rude. I just have to double check this and make sure everything's okay. Another example of that is when I am taking notes, sometimes I'll take notes on my phone. Not often, but sometimes I will, or I've had other people do this. Let people know that you're taking notes on your phone so that they don't think that you're scrolling Instagram, that you're actually really paying attention. And then my last and final tip is a really easy one, and that is to just be polite, be kind, be forgiving, be conscientious. Everyone wants to feel significant, and our phones sometimes make other people feel insignificant, unimportant. Just be aware of that. Just think about how, even if you're feeling defensive, like, my, I have to be on my phone, that's how we live in this house, or that's how I'm able to work from home, whatever it is, it might be true. So I'm not questioning that. I just think it's helpful if you can have an open dialogue. And I hope that some of these tips are things that you'll put into practice in your own life. And maybe even have a conversation with some coworkers or your kids or your significant other. I do appreciate you spending this time with me in the car. And I'm really looking forward to meeting you. I can't even tell you how much I love doing the Shaleen Show Live because I get to meet you guys. So I know we might not be coming to the city really close to you. Make it a road trip. Come on. You need some excitement in your life. Let's get this party going. Check it out by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash Shaleen Show Live. There's no the. So shaleenjohnson.com forward slash Shaleen Show Live. I'll put a link to that in my show notes. And just want you to know how much I really appreciate you. I, I really do think you are the bomb.com, and I look forward to seeing you soon. I love you. I mean it. Bye.